What's up, Hyperfast Nation? On this episode of the podcast, I had a very important conversation with Lance Bachman on digital marketing, social media, and the work he's doing to help all types of business owners, especially real estate agents, get more business. And there are things coming that are changing quickly that make it even more important than ever for you to get started or increase what you're doing online and in the digital world. Welcome to the show, Lance Bachman. All right, we are recording. Just so you know, I do the like the full intros after the fact, so uh, don't worry about that. And we can get rolling. All right, welcome to the show today, Lance. How are you doing? I'm great. How are you? Good, good. So, Lance, uh, joining. Oh, go ahead. Thanks for having me. I'm sorry. Yeah. No, thank you. Uh, it's always it's always a little different doing these so much on Zoom, you know, that with the delay and all that so it's not as not as great as in person i think but um but allows you to connect with a lot more people so why don't you give our listeners and viewers in the youtube world a little bit of background on who you are and what you do and then we'll dive into a lot of great content on social media digital media yeah so i'm lance bachman i'm the founder of one seo digital agency we have about 100 employees here we're a google premier agency a facebook premier partner agency uh you know we do all things digital social seo sem ppc remarketing email marketing web development design so we love it and we do ott so love the space it's a great space and uh don't think you'd be a better space in life well i know i know you do a lot of work with real estate agents and in a lot of different you know, areas online, but where do you think right now the biggest opportunity is in digital media for real estate agents? Well, if I was a real estate agent, I think uh, Facebook would be number one. Uh, I think PPC would be number two. I think uh, PPC would definitely be number two. Um, I believe part of local service ads uh, realtors can be in. So that's number three. And believe it or not, I think email marketing came back so much over the last year because of COVID um, and text messaging people, people just aren't, and reviews. It's amazing to me how many people, don't, they use Zillow as their main review platform, which now Zillow is actually going and competing against realtors, which I think is insane, but that's a whole nother conversation. But I would be using my GMB and my Facebook as my review platform because there's signals on your GMB is going to have your GMB show up more, right? So that's one thing. And obviously Facebook, you want to have good reviews and let people see what you're saying. So um, they were my, be my biggest opportunities. And, uh, and and GMB, just so everyone knows that I think you're referring to Google My Business. Is that, is that right? Okay. So that's like the, the Google reviews. And I think, I think depending on how many you have, they, they display your information differently and yeah, I mean, the stars, yeah. I mean, you want your ratings, you want to have it fully optimized, you can put video in there, you can update on there, you post once, twice a week. I mean, it's it's really, really good for 
people just don't use it. It's amazing to me. So your top two were Facebook and Google PPC. Let's dive into those. I think I think there's different tactics for each of those. Uh, you know, with with Facebook, you're getting in front of people that aren't necessarily on there to look at homes or think about buying or selling. You know, they're on Facebook for other reasons. Google PPC, you know, they're they're probably searching like homes for sale or homes in this area or something related to real estate. So there's there's intent That's there. The intent's huge on people so so the nice part about facebook you're right the majority of people but you can go after people with similar audiences there's ways you can go after you have an email list that you build similar audience on facebook and instagram most people don't even use that just go ask the actual almost every order you meet hey listen is your facebook and instagram optimized with your own email list of everyone you've done business with no why well well, because you can send signals and say, I want similar audiences to people that actually look like people I do business with. So if you're the best person in Idaho, there's a big article a few years ago where I think it was Idaho. He sold 480,000 townhomes, this one person, but he made a boatload of money. 400, just, you know, that'd be great for him to go after people that are looking for the intent with townhomes in Idaho. If you're the multimillionaire listing, and Bucks County, i.e. Joe Bograd, right? He can go take his database and go after similar people that want to sell or buy actually on Instagram, Facebook, and on Google and do the same thing. So I think you can really hit an audience and boost people and say, let me really get my niche market down and build my brand. And obviously Google PPC, you can do the same thing, but that intent is so high when someone's looking for best realtor, best high-end realtor, best multi-million dollar listing realtor, all these keywords or best realtors just in fish town or wherever it may be to sell my home. I mean, if you're not there, you're not there. I mean, I said to everybody, you're either there or you're not. So you pick what you want to do. And does that, does that, does it, you know, I know the, the rules are and what, what these platforms allow you to do, they're constantly shifting and changing. Does it still work really well to take a list of people you've done business with and, use their emails and then tell the platforms like get me in front of a similar audience but in this area like that that still uh that still works works incredible that's that's the whole reason of data data aggregation you bring your data in i mean if you don't do that now you're just only hurting yourself you're probably paying three or four times maybe 10 times more per lead than you should be that's going to be the best way to bring your cost per lead down drastically because you're only in front of the think about this What's the likelihood if you already done business with this certain audience and it looks this way, if you were out in the same exact audience, it just doesn't know you. It's very similar. Are you more, are you more high? Like, is it more likely that you they'll do business with you or less likely? Probably more because people similar to them have already done business with you. Yeah. I mean, that's uh, that's a pretty powerful tool that probably not as many people that, that should be are taking advantage of it. Less than 1% of all advertisers do it. Wow. They just don't know. They don't know. They think they know. You got to remember when it comes to social media, a lot of these people want to go bring these kids in for 40, 50 grand, 35 grand, have them in house because it makes them feel good. They're generating the little post. They didn't misspell their name. They know their business a little bit better than say an agency. And they have the control. You know, I'm going to pay you. So you're here, but they don't realize they're really getting no results out of their digital marketing. 
why special social media in house? Why right? why why is that that they would get no results or, or little because results? Because if you just post organically on Facebook and Instagram, besides your immediate network, it's going to be very hard for you to get people outside your network. And sooner or later, you know, unless you're a Mike McCann with a huge, you know, everyone knows Mike McCann in Philadelphia. Everyone knows Joe Bograd. Everybody knows Chris Summers. Like. They're your go-to people. Like that's like Michael Jordan, Scottie Pippen, and I don't know who else played on that team. I don't know basketball that well. <laughs> you know what I mean, but I mean, you know, it's it's like you know, I, I give you examples like having Tom Brady, Bill Belichick, and Gronk, right? Well, everyone knows those players. It's the players that aren't known, and you're just starting out, and you don't have that big influence like those players. You got to build your influence, and the way you do that is by literally using your own channel put paid money behind it, but hit your audience and audiences similar to you. Make things, because you got to remember, when you sell real estate, it's a luxury product a lot of times. You know, most people that are buying homes are actually upgrading. There are people that are downsizing, downgrading, but the majority of people are actually trying to upgrade. So you're really selling luxury, a dream, things that people want to be interested in. I mean, it falls under the luxury category for the most part. So that's what you have to think about and say, if I can get people, it's, it's creative, it's pictures, it sells. Do I believe realtors, the good ones, the reason why they make so much good money is because it's not that they sell you the dream home, it's they make sure the dream home deal don't fall apart. They actually get you to the closing table, if that makes sense. And they're good at negotiating. Yeah, so this, this is a way that the little guy, the unknown guy, the person starting out, they can they can almost have equal footing with the established person or, or get in front of as many people or a different group, you know, that, that, that might buy or sell a home. You could rise instantaneously in any market done correctly with Facebook, PPC, and Instagram. Instantaneously. And then you, you also mentioned email marketing has become important. So what do you, what do you mean by that? Do you mean like building an email list and, and sending out yeah, you know, I think email, email campaigns or, or is there something? Campaigns prior to COVID kind of, you saw it was on a decline. I mean, everyone knows that COVID hit and probably 60 days into COVID, it just started skyrocketing back up. People started, cause you couldn't go anywhere, right? You couldn't meet people. So people said, People started reading more emails. People, people adapted to the phone model a lot faster, right? So, you know, there's a lot of great results with email marketing as long as it's done correctly. Um, you know, you just don't send out your Sunday open house and that's it. I mean, those days are done, right? I mean, you just put a calendar on your website, let people see it, push it out. But if you could put six, seven, eight different homes in there, put some information in there, best employees, all this different information that goes in the emails. Talk about, did your house go up in the local area? They're worth, you know, Zillow sends that out every month. See if it's true. See what trends are. Educate buyers, educate sellers. And if you really educate sellers that so many people are trying to get right now because there's such a low inventory, because a lot of people don't know what their house is worth. A lot of people don't even know, is it truly the market? Like, if you put your house on the market right now and your house is on the market and it's below that one, 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 two million mark, or really probably 800, 750. And it lasts more than two or three days. Your house is probably literally over way over the market value, or there's something drastically wrong for what your house is given. Cause houses are selling on the first day, second day on the market, 20, 30, 40, $50,000 over right now. 
Hey, hold that thought for a minute. Are you a real estate agent in the DMV area or thinking about becoming a real estate agent in the DMV area? Why not join the highest selling team in the DMV? The Kerry Scholl team is hiring more agents. We have the best training systems, the best culture, and the best environment to get you to the next level, whether that's starting out and getting to six figures or getting from six figures to 250 or to half a million or even beyond. Go to kerryshawcareers.com. Again, that's kerryshawcareers.com. So it's just making people aware of that. And I think sometimes real estate agents are, and this probably applies to other fields too, like you're in the game, you're so entrenched in it that, you know, it's like secondhand knowledge to you, but uh, because of that, you kind of assume that the sellers already know this, right? So they don't, they don't, Yeah, they don't. And, you know, I think the one thing that you hear the great realtors say, the Bograds of the world, the Mike McCain's, the, um, you know, I'm going to leave those two guys, right? You know, I think they're probably two of the big, biggest and best realtors out there in, in the city of Philadelphia. So I'm going to leave it to Philly, right? We'll leave it there. And they always keep saying, I got to stay relevant. How do I keep myself in front of everyone? I got to change things up, constantly doing things differently. And they get it, right? Because really all they are and their teams are marketing machines for them. We're just literally get the luxury of helping drive that car a little bit. Make sense? Yep. But you got to stay in front of your audience and audiences similar because you want your audience to keep growing. And that's how your referrals are going to grow. When people are ever in a bind, they literally will say, who would you recommend or whatever? And they say, what about your friend, Mike? What about your friend, Joe? You know, and well, yeah, because they see their battle tested. Makes sense. It's the realtors that only show their closings on social media. Well, that's not going to work. You should be going live and showing your houses and letting everyone know what you do. And it's just, it's a big gap between the people that do it well and, you know, and the people that do it really bad. There's a big gap. What um, what frequency do you think people should implement? You know the email campaigns. Like how how often should they be hitting up their database? I think you know for a realtor, if I was a realtor, once a week because you could put a newsletter out there. What's new to the market? What's hot on the market? What's sold on the market? What your house is worth? What's changing? Um, give tips about home re- home remodeling. You know. Hey, listen, bring someone on, have them talk about what windows cost on a 20-year-old house or your HVAC system gets replaced every eight to 10 years, even though you have a 15-year warranty, you know, it's going to cost you more maintenance. So educate people through different things that make them, because homeowners, especially with DIYers now and everything else, they get a lot of information everywhere. If you separate yourself, do that. Talk about interest rates and let people know about what refinancing options they have. You want to do, you know, I say this to everybody, you have their birth dates, you realtors have their birth dates. And I've yet to see someone send someone every year, just a happy birthday. <laughs> you have their information, you do them the closing, you know their birthday. Happy anniversary on your closing. No one does it. Yeah, no, it's, it's like the little things that I think, um, you know, make all the difference and, and People either don't do it or they, they do it like once and then they just, they get inconsistent and they, they don't get immediate results. Right? And this for almost any like action. So, so then they, then they, then they stop. Gratification. Instant gratification. We live in a world. This is why I said everybody. 
we live in a world of Tinder, Grinder, Bumble, Uber Eats, uh, DoorDash, Airbnb, uh, Jet Set, right? I mean, everything you can do by this device in less than a minute, minute and a half, two minutes, you know, Amazon. And the world is so used to it now. People say, oh, well, it's just the millennials. Yes, I'm 47 <laughs> years old. And this is what I live on. My wife lives on this, right? So when you think about that, but the problem is business owners and realtors, everybody else wants instant gratification and they wonder why they never get success, why they never take it to the next level. They don't realize at first when you're putting content out, a lot of people aren't gonna see it. Then some people like your content. It's being steady, consistent. Some things are gonna be hits, some things are gonna be misses. Use the data, see what people engage with, produce more content like that. Um, but yeah, the majority of people just want instant gratification and that's the biggest problem. Well, another, another thing I, I heard recently on an, another interview I was doing was that the rule of seven is now the rule of 21. And I don't know if they have like actual data to back this up, but I guess it used to be it, it would take seven times for, for people to see an ad before it made an effect or, or you'd have to ask for the sale seven times. And, and now because of that instant gratification our constant scrolling on social media that they said it's become the rule of 21. Like you've got to get something in front of someone like 21 times on average to get them to take action or, or to even be aware. I mean, I think, you know, I would believe that I'd buy that because they're being, I don't think it's because that I think they're probably from seven to 21 because so many other people jumped in with similar products, similar services that they're seeing in those ads also everywhere. And that content makes sense. So the more you, so if someone else is using the rule of seven and you're using the rule of 21, well, of course, if I pound you more and see you more, that's going to be more, you know, someone said to me, every time I went up Facebook, Lance, I see you. I said, <laughs> and, and, you know, they said it was tiring. I said, well, then just stop following me then. Right. Well, no, nah, I like content, right. I rather have that where someone says, every time I, I go somewhere, I see you. Well, I hope that's the case because that's what I do for a living. I want you to see me. I want, if you know who I am, you know, my name is Lance. My last name is Bachman. And I have to tell you what I do for a living. I miss the mark on everything I do every day. So I shouldn't have to tell you, you should know. Well, and I, I think another point to add to that is if you're, if you're relying on organic, you've, you've got to put out a lot of content because most of your audience, even if they follow you, they don't, they don't see your post. It's like, it's like, I don't know, like 5% or something. It's not a lot. It's one to 3% of all your posts yeah. will be seen. But so, Hey, hold that thought for a minute. Do you want to take your real estate business to the next level? If you do, there's no reason to go it alone. Learn from people who've been where you want to go. Carrie and I have sold billions of dollars in real estate. We've netted over seven figures for seven years in a row now. And we wanna see if you would be a good fit to work for us. We don't work with a lot of people, but we wanna give you a chance to get on a free strategy call to see if we can help you get your business to the next level. Go to hyperfastcoach.com and apply for your discovery session today. Again, that's hyperfastcoach.com. And the algorithm works in so many different ways based on political views, what other people you liked, what you don't like, what you overpass, some of the websites you go to, the ads you click on. So they're trying to use the data, right? And then the people that scroll by you, people that might not like you. 
So all this information they use, right? Um, and why wouldn't you put 50 bucks, 100 bucks behind an ad, you know, of good content, 200 bucks? I mean, it's no brainer. And the one thing I don't see many realtors ever do is boost stories, is put money behind stories, which is amazing to me. I mean, if you look how many people scroll through stories, I mean, it's insane. I mean, I watch my stories, my story on Facebook, well, a story will get 500 to a thousand views, right? Just on, that's just my personal Facebook page, 500 to a thousand views. That's, that's without boosting it. Without boosting anything. Okay. Right. Just organically. If I boost it, it will get 10,000, 20,000. I mean, to have that kind of, so we just did uh, my wife's restaurants reopening, right? We just got the grand opening date. I shot a video last Friday about bringing this partner on. My personal views, all platforms together, were about 6,000. Doesn't sound like a lot, but that's a lot of views you know organically, damn, right? It's just a lot for just a restaurant, just throwing it out there, right? We put money behind, I think we spent uh, so far like $92, just on Facebook and Instagram. And I think we've had triple that in 15 second views. So for a hundred bucks, six to 7,000 15 second views, I would take that all day long. Wow. And are you, when you're boosting your stories, are you, are you selling in there or are you just doing stuff to make people yeah. aware of you? I don't think people resonate, especially this generation with someone trying to sell them everything. I think, I think if you just, you know, just be yourself, people pick up what you do. Um, I do believe in the multiple touch rule. People see you multiple times. You stay consistent. They understand it. Sooner or later, they're going to reach out to you. They might not do business with you, and that's okay, but they're going to reach out to you. All I want from anyone I tell people, and this is what if I was a realtor, or if I was a mortgage person, is at least give me a shot to earn your business. I might not, but I want you to at least think about it and say, you know what? Maybe I should call that Lance Bachman. Maybe I should call that person over there. Maybe I should call that person. That's all you really want. So you might, you might, for example, just and a realtor could do this, but you know, apply it to them, but you might do a story of where you're teaching someone a tech, you know, you're teaching a technique on how to do digital marketing. And then you're just boosting that story. So people, people see Lance, they see a digital marketing lesson. They're like, Oh, that's pretty cool. Lance is the d digital marketing guy. <laughs> that's, that's, it. that's it. Just speaking. I mean, and what realtors can do is talk about home values in a certain area, drop that pin code right on there. So people see it and be like, hey, do you live in zip code 1897? Do you live in 18974? Do you know your house went up 22% in the last six months? All of a sudden that person sucked in. Uh, let me watch the next 40 seconds here. And then you jump into it. What are, what are uh, some things that you think people should be focused on uh, right now or in the months ahead that maybe wasn't as important, you know, in the last year or even the I last think, few months. I don't think the market's going to stay the way it's going. I don't believe, like people say, I don't think the housing market is going to crash. I don't believe that, but there's no way. I mean, you know, it's funny. I saw plywood, three pieces of plywood was $269 this morning. Right. You just, it can't, <laughs> it, it, it can't. And the, re and the reason why people, cause you can't build for what you're buying these homes for in some places. Right. You literally can't build. You literally can't build a home for what you're buying some of these homes for. So and that's what people don't understand. Like, so people don't understand real estate is when someone's like, yeah, it's a 4,200 square foot home or 4,000 and it's in 
let's just say a little rural area, it's maybe three hundred fifty, four hundred thousand dollars. I'm like, you could probably build that at that point. I mean, and find someone that would say, yeah, I'll go build that for you, brand new at four hundred thousand, just because the materials are so so high. So I think you're going to see that have to come down. I think you're going to see a balance somewhere. If I was a realtor, I'd watch out for and and we saw this. How many people were making hand over fist in the mortgage business and real estate business back in 2008 before? How many people? Everybody was making money. They were hand over fist, right? It, well, the great ones survived that and they kept pushing forward. These other people didn't save money. They just kept spending. You are a business person at the end of the day. If you were a realtor, you're self-employed, you're a business person. I would tell you, put money away. It's going to rain. That rainy day is going to come and make sure you have the umbrella or you're going to be suffocated out. You're going to be going and working for 30, 40 grand, 50 grand a year, whatever it may be. So save your money so you can withstand the storm. Number two, um, I, I think social media with privacy rules. I think what Google's doing with a lot of privacy stuff, I think social media, I think Facebook, Instagram is going to start doing more of it with privacy, with data. I don't know how long you're going to be able to target. Like, I mean, Facebook and Instagram has stripped away a ton of targeting options already over the last two, three and, years. And Apple's kind of pushing back on a lot of people too and putting stuff on the actual phone that I think is getting more people to opt out or... That's all revenue deals. What people don't understand about that is Facebook and see, I was the vice president of yellowpages.com. We were actually on the first Apple phone. Uh, yellowpages.com was the app. We paid them for that. And then we did a revenue share with them after that. Makes sense. So once the revenue share from Facebook and they don't, and they're not willing to pay so much money because it becomes so high, that's when Apple says, okay, well, for privacy reasons, we're just not going to let you do this. Eric Google uh -huh. makes sense. It's all about revenue share. That's how you make their money. Yeah. They all, if you look, Apple pays Facebook, Facebook pays Apple, Google pays them. Everyone, it's all one big cluster. It's one big boys club or girls club, you can call it whatever you want. So what do you, what do you think will happen as, and how should people prepare or react when, you know, these, these shifts occur in, in privacy? This is why I say to everybody, data is king. Data is king. People don't store people's name, phone number, email address, their Facebook page. Their, you want all the information from every client you have so you could put that all into your CRM, whether you use HubSpot, whatever tool you might use, that you can use signals blindly against them because they're going to still allow those type of things. Make sense? But without that data set of a thousand people or more, you're done. You're, you're, you're flying blind. And the reason why people get destroyed is because they fly blind in digital marketing. You cannot fly blind. You have to look, you have to see the jungle and you got to be able to navigate through it because it's going to get messier and messier. So my number one rule to everyone is get as much data you can from every single piece of person that calls you. The people that become clients have that and potential clients having a different database. And this way you can put them together if you have to for some signals and keep them separate for other signals. So you you need to you need to invest now when it's more wide open in in digital media and digital advertising and, and build up databases, audiences, information because in in the future it will, it will be it'll be harder to get. Probably cost more money to get. Hundred percent, hundred percent. And I just don't I don't know why. You, this is my thing for when you spend so much money and you put so much effort into getting people's data. 
why wouldn't you use the data, number one? Why wouldn't you keep the data, number two? And number three, get the damn data, not just their phone number and name. Yeah, and then and and follow up with them too, right? Like um, a, a lot of times, I, I, I get this a lot from the real estate agent world. They say, you know, I did this advertising, I got these leads, they were no good. And, you know, people, yeah, people, so, just, people just don't give it enough time. So I'll tell you a funny story. So and it's not to do it real estate just shows you how people don't follow up and don't get things done. So uh, I was down in Wildwood. I wanted to get a golf cart for my kids. Right. So we drive around there. Right. So I went to this place. It's called like South Electric, whatever, Jersey, South Electric, Jersey, whatever it's called. Right. I went there. I spent an hour with the sales guy, like an hour, like you got an hour of my time. He's supposed to call me Monday morning. For, for this golf cart. Never called me by 1130. I called him. He said, oh, I'll call you back this afternoon. Give me an hour or two. Never called me back this morning. At 845, I'm driving in. This guy, Brett, calls me from, I, I, hold on, let me look it up here because it's like Moto Odor or something. They do custom, custom uh, things, right? So I said, all right, they do the same exact, a golf cart's a golf cart. I'm not being rude, right? I mean, let's be here. I mean, that's, I'm not going to overthink buying a golf cart, right? I mean, this isn't a, this isn't a huge, 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 big purchase. It isn't going to be life-changing and it's a golf cart. So I said, how much is the golf cart? He said, we customize everything. I, I told him what I want in the golf cart. While I'm driving, he has to quote to me as I'm driving. I said, okay, so what's your interest rate on this? Because I want 0%. I'm not buying. He said, no problem. Let me do your credit as I'm driving. By the time I got to my office, the right signature was in my inbox for me to buy. I signed it, moved on. Said, okay, my wife's Emily. You'll deal with my wife here. She'll help you design colors, everything else. Thank you so much. We're done. So this person called me. Now they were they were open on Monday, which I will take a shot at them for that. I filled out the form on Sunday. He didn't call me till a day later, but still, when I said something, he's like, We're just so busy. So people think they're so busy, 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 but you're busy a lot of times with people that aren't going to convert for you. So you got to navigate the waters real fast and say, are you serious? Are you not serious? Let's make this happen. I'm going to give you great customer service, but I also have to give great customer service to other people. And this gentleman did that. I mean, he literally, once you get someone's attention, you can't lose their attention because somebody else will get their attention and keep it. Yeah, I think, no, I, th I think that's a, a great point. How specifically are you helping real estate agents get into digital marketing or, or if someone's, you know, not doing it and wondering, you know, how can Lance help me? You know, what, what do you, how, so everybody, what do you do for agents? Everybody comes, everybody comes to us. What we do is we sit down. It's more of a consultative approach. You know, what are you doing now? We'll look at it. We'll say, we're just doing good and bad. What's your budget. This is what we do with your budget. And then we roll it out. Maybe it's SEO, PPC, remarketing, social media, email marketing, uh, video, um, whatever it may be, that's what we'll do. Um, but it's, you know, once an agent comes on board with us and they're with us past that four to six month period, they'll be with us for years. Like anything else, as you know, Dan, with digital, that everyone, once again, instant gratification. Listen, I tell everybody, look outside there. That's my office right there, you know. I got human beings in there. They're going to make a mistake, right? You know, if you're going to fire me for one mistake, I, there's nothing I can do about that. Life happens. I, you know, everybody did something wrong on a test. Everybody like, but we forget, you know, people get so worked up over 
things that they shouldn't get worked up over, which I understand. But once you make it past four to six months with us, it's so sticky. You'll be with us for years. You'll see the growth. You'll see the growth. You'll see the growth. This is not, you know, people say, why does it take time? Because anything great, what's worth doing, built to last, takes time to build. doesn't happen overnight. If it was that easy, everybody would do it. What What would you say to someone who has not done done it yet, started in social media, digital media, or, or maybe they, they have, they haven't been getting results or, or doing it somebody you know, that has it, somebody that hasn't done it yet and you're new in business call me someone that's been around for 20 years and hasn't done it yet don't call me because i'm not going to convince you i'm not <laughs> i'm not being rude don't call me i, I don't even want to have that conversation with you i just don't like like what's it take you to realize to wake up you should be on social media at this point or digital marketing like that's not my battle to tell you make sense like that's yeah. insanity like you're just I mean, I used to use the word idiot. If you've been around for 20, 25 years and you're trying to grow your brand and you're, um, and you're trying to sell more homes or get more buyers and you're not on social media, I mean, what's it take a baseball bat to the head? Like, I mean, Dan, like at some point the, the, the bell has to go off. Um, you know, so that's one. Number two, if you are doing it and it's not working, it's going to be a few things. It's always the same few things. Budget, number one. Strategy number two, budget and strategy can be intertwined, right? Number three, you didn't give it long enough to whoever you've been with, right? These are all the same things. Number four, the people that you did hire just really have no clue. And number five, what you're trying to brand yourself, it just doesn't go with the community you're trying to brand yourself with. So like they're the biggest things that happen. I mean, normally it's budget. And I mean, I hate to say it, it's really budget and strategy are one and two because you need to have the right budget and you got to have the right strategy without the right budget and you have a great strategy that's awesome but if you have the right budget and you have the right strategy you're just going to blow through money yeah i agree um this has been amazing i love i love what you're doing love the message that you're you're getting out before we wrap up i always like to do a hyper fast round if you're ready for some rapid fire questions and answers i am all right What's the biggest piece of advice you'd give to a new real estate agent? Have fun. Don't take it so serious and be honest and follow up with everybody. All right. If someone had to, had to, let's say a successful agent uh, had to start all over. They couldn't, they couldn't bring any of their money with them, their reputation, you know, any of that, just the knowledge they've gained. Uh, and they came to you. How would you tell them to start? Facebook. Facebook, 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 Instagram, Facebook, Facebook, Instagram. Every time to start requesting, become friends with everybody, build a network, build a community, maybe build a page, community page, but Facebook, Instagram, by far, that'd be my first one for a realtor has no money starting over. You do a lot of this yourself and have fun with it. All right. What's the biggest challenge you've had in business and how did you overcome it or what did you learn from it? Biggest challenge had to be going through COVID. We lost 50% of our agency inside of two weeks, 50% of our revenue, um, not employees, but revenue, a little bit higher than that actually. Um, and we had to, I had to make decisions. We didn't lay anyone off. We buckled down. Um, my employees rose to the occasion, clients came back. Um, but that was probably the most stressful period of 12 years of business with over hundred employees saying to myself, what's gonna happen here? That's crazy that you, you know, lost revenue that, that quickly. Like I, 
you know, I just recalling back in my mind, I, I, I thought it was an opportunity for people to market more, uh, I guess, depending on the industry. But well, think about this. So if you think about this, auto dealers got shut down. Hotels got shut down. Contractors got shut down on March 17th in the state of Pennsylvania and across the country, people were getting shut down. No one knew what was going on. Why would you keep a bill out there as a business and say, right. I'm going to keep paying someone. I don't know when this is opening back up, what's going to happen. Make sense. And the moment they extended it again past two weeks, that's when it really hit us. All right. Um, when you're not working on your business, uh, what are you doing for fun? I'm with my family. I'm with my four kids, my wife, my brothers, my sisters. I'm with my family, nieces, nephews. All right. Last question. Where do you see yourself 10 years from now? Uh, still doing digital marketing. I own other businesses, but this is the one that will be standing that I love. And, uh, there's no better space. So I can't see myself doing anything else in life besides this. All right. Well, thank you so much, Lance. You've, you've given our, our listeners and viewers a, a lot to think about a lot to implement. If people are interested in learning more about working with you or they just want to connect with you, what are the best ways for them to do that? I just go right to www.1seo.com, fill out a form, and uh, just contact us, chat us, and we'll be right in touch with you. All right, guys, connect with Lance. Uh, this has been great. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in, listening, watching. Make sure you hit the thumbs up button, subscribe, and share this with more people so we can help more people learn and grow. Uh, we'll see you next time. All right. Thank you. Very yeah. nice Thank you for tuning in to this episode of the Hyper Fat Show. Subscribe to us if you want to make sure you get the latest and greatest Hyper Fat Shows. And remember, we love reviews. Reviews help us bring better and better guests and improve our shows. So give us the good, the bad, and the ugly. We hope you enjoyed the show, and we will see you next time.